Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. Welcome to Cultivating Courage. <laughs> Not the Midwest Farmwise podcast, but it would be really easy to say that on it, here. It, it would. So we're calling this one The Choice is Ours. And if you don't know the Midwest Farmwives podcast, I am the first half, Whitney Larson. Uh, my husband, Bart, and I farm in Northwest Kansas. We have three kiddos, free range chickens. We raised some pigs for eating. And yeah, we're row crop farmers out here in Kansas. Yeah, pretty cool people, if I do say so myself. I am the other half of the Midwest Farmwives podcast. I mean, I guess we don't necessarily fairly only identify ourselves as that. But if you're here, you may know us from the podcast and I'm Kylie Epperson. I farm a, with my husband in Northeast Missouri. We are fourth generation row crop farmers, and we also have a sizable hog operation, which we do eat pigs out of that operation ourselves, like Whitney, but we also sell them for market and commercial production. Um, we have three kiddos. We just had our third child on Christmas Eve. He is a special present this year, this last year, I guess the best thing to come out of 2020 for our family. Uh, we have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and then a newborn. And so we're just navigating farm life in this crazy market. We're, we're navigating parenting in this crazy world. And, and that's us. Yeah. So we, we wanted to chat today choices and how we think they affect our lives so greatly. Um, I, I always like to say we can rise and shine or we can rise and whine. And I absolutely think that one choice in the letter you pick the W or the S for that day is how you will continue throughout your day, your morning, and how it is going to determine the rest of those hours in your day. And I think Kylie feels pretty much the same way. Yeah. I would say like my normal thing is rise and grind. And it's been a serious, like it's been a struggle grind recently because I don't sleep at night. Um, but the, the rise and grind in theory is that you wake up and you have a purposeful day and you get through, um, the things that you want to get through without having that negativity set in. And so I think last year, if you've, if you followed Whitney and I for any amount of time, Whitney and I, I think put off an air of positivity. We try to, we try to encourage people to be positive and to see the good in their life. And whether that be on our social media accounts or whether it be on the podcast, we're trying to say like, Hey, I know there's bad days, but there's a lot of good in those days as well. And so the, the talk today, and it's going to be all over the place and it's going to be our normal fun <laughs> Uh, banter, if you will. But I think the point that we're trying to say is that we're starting 2021. And while it's not going to be any different, really realistically, probably than 2020, I'm sure it will in some ways, we're better prepared to handle it. And so now after we've lived the last crazy year, how do we make choices every single day when we wake up? How do we make choices every month? How do we set ourselves up for success 
and decide in our own minds, because that's all we can really control to be better, to do better, to be more positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's a hundred percent a choice in your mind. And, and like she said, we're not going to say we don't have bad days, but we don't let our bad days reflect and make us think that we have a bad life or that we let it carry on into the next day and the next day and the next day we like to. And for some people it's hard. Some people it's really hard to have a positive mindset and a positive attitude, but I think that's why it's such a big deal for her and I to try and be that positive light or, you know, in people's lives and on social media, because sometimes when you hop on social media and the first thing you see is negativity, it soaks into your mind and you start to think of all the bad things that those people are talking about. And so I think when I hop on, because social media is a big part of our life, let's be real. Like there's no one out there that can say, I don't hop on and look at and scroll. We all do it. We all hop on and scroll. And I really truly believe that when you hop on and scroll and see the news and hatred happening in our country and you know, all those bad things, it brings you down. And so my choice is to unfollow those things in my life. I've unfollowed family members who post too much political banter because I can't handle it in my own mental health. Yeah. So I think you should know that that choice to unfollow people in your life that are making you feel toxicity is very much so okay for your mental health. Yeah. I think that the real question is, and and so I'm going to spark something. We haven't even talked about this. So this is going to be something that's really interesting. I see, um, when you're on social media, I think the computer screen is like a big courage pill for people. Okay. So there's a lot of things being said on social media right now, whether even let's just say like pre-election, pre-COVID everything, it it could be like a farm video and someone's on there. Like that's a hazard. Why are you, um, why are you doing it that way? Pesticides, chemicals, GMOs, what, whatever, like everybody has an opinion and being behind the computer screen gives someone a big old dose of courage to come at you. And so like Whitney said, you can either unfollow them or you can block them. You can, you can get rid of that, but I don't, I don't think the right answer is always like stepping completely away because those platforms are meant for us to defend what we do. And you're not going to like defend to someone who like, is who absolutely knows nothing or hates GMOs. Like there's no use in having that conversation with them, those people. But I think the idea of us like leaving social platforms and turning them off every once in a while is absolutely like total worth your mental health, but leaving them to me, I haven't really figured that one out yet because you see a lot of people saying like, I'm done with Facebook. I'm done with Instagram. I'm not doing that anymore. But is that us like giving in to um, the pressure? Right. Like the the bullying, like I'm not saying that in my, my, excuse me, in my social media platform, I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to steer too far out of my lane because there are beliefs that I have, um, religion, everything like, sure, we can talk about God and praying, but I'm not going to push Catholicism on someone else because, because it's what you believe. Right. Right. Um, and again, that's a choice. I mean, that is how you have chosen to, I don't want to say grow up cause you're like a grown up, but how you're choosing to raise your family and <laughs> how you're choosing to raise your family and the beliefs you want to live by. And I think we far too often forget that people's choices can very much so be different and it is okay. And There's, we live in America. Like right. that's what makes America like great. Now I don't, 
whatever, like we can have this conversation all day long, but it will be a sad day when anyone tries to come at me and say that America is not one of the best countries to live in. Yeah. We got a lot of crap going on. Okay. It's not perfect. Right. It's not, it's not ever going to be perfect. It never has been perfect. Right. But like, I am incredibly thankful to live in this country, to be able to choose my religion and my political beliefs, to be able to have a choice of where I send my kids to school and in public education and private education, whatever that looks like for you, to be able to go in the grocery store and have literally the cheapest food in the entire world. Not to mention the safest, no matter what it says. (laughs) Right. Like usually you think safer means more expensive, not in America. Mm -mm. We have all those choices. So why can't we then in our own personal lives, step back and shift our mindset and make those good choices every single day we wake up. Yep. I a hundred percent agree. Agree. So I, I challenged myself this week to make a list of things I could work on. Mm-hmm. And several of them were things that are in my own mindset, like have more patience with my kids and be more intentional I'm not saying I want to get off social media, but I am saying I want to be intentional in my life. I want to choose to be intentional and spend that time with my kids. And I just, I don't know why it is so hard sometimes to make that choice to try and better yourself, but it is one that I want to be super sure that I can, I can make that decision myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to let someone else's beliefs and comparison. I'm not going to let comparison is what I want to say. Make me steer away from what I want to believe in or try to do. And I, I don't think there's, it's okay to have bad days. Like it's okay to, it's okay to make a choice to cry or to sit and be sad for a minute. Because I think if you, like we always say, if you don't have the bad, you don't have the good. Like you can't have one without the other. So you can't sit around and be Um, I keep seeing all this like toxic positivity and I'm like, oh, that's sad that we're making that um, a toxic thing. thing. I know I've seen that too. And it probably is to a certain extent, because I do understand that like some people are not okay. Like this is not okay. This time, this lack of interaction, this, this isolation really is not okay for them. And, and I'm not in that spot. It is, it does really suck, but it's not, I'm not in a place where like, I can't handle it. Me neither. And Um, I think, I think that for me, when I see that, it kind of hurts my heart. Like, I feel like people are calling me out, which I know it's not anyone doing that. But I think for my own mental health, if I don't, this may not make sense to a lot of people, but if I don't strive to be positive and like put positive out there, I think I will struggle myself with with my choice to have a better mindset, if that makes any sense at all. Well, yeah. Like you're going to struggle. Like me looking up positive quotes and like posting those, it makes me like look for good. Right. Uh, Yeah. I I completely understand what you're saying. Like, it's not that you're doing it. You're almost doing it for yourself in a way too. It's almost your own mental, like process. (laughs) Yeah. Process. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have? Um, so basically we're, we're just trying to tell you to keep your head up. Sure. Keep swimming. And so I have an example here that I wanted to talk about. So when I was my first year as a farm wife was hard as heck because I didn't grow up in farming. I didn't know what the hours were like, anything like that. I was a very bitter and angry, like lonely person because I didn't understand that 
I understood that Bart was working for us, but I didn't get like the depth of it, I guess. And so I was super negative. I was grouchy all the time. It then bled into like Bart being like, look, lady, this is our life. We're doing this together. You're going to like, you're either going to have to do it or you're going to get out. Yeah. (laughs) And so I had a, I had a mindset mindset switch. I can't tell you what switched it. Or I think I realized that I was either going to live in his world or not like I could have been miserable the rest of our life, which probably not. We probably wouldn't have stayed married. It was that miserable. Right. Right. And so now like fast forward to today, I understand that he is farming for us. Like there is a time and a place for the busyness. I understand that planting is going to be balls to the wall and we're going to be apart for a while. But I also understand like the great, the gratitude side that I never saw before, like the little things that I can be grateful for, like the kids going to help with lunch or like watching them see him for the first time in a few days. And I just think that if I wouldn't have shifted my mindset, like there's no way that we would have survived that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I think that's, I think that's how it is really with a lot of things, um, kind of piggybacking off. Cause this is not really a choice. This is more, and we've talked about it in our podcast. So if you listen to us talk, just hang in here with us. When I had our first kid, Rhett, we, um, I had had a miscarriage the year prior, like a couple months before we got pregnant with him. And I put a ton of pressure on myself to be the perfect wife, because in that time I was working as a teacher in, uh, the fall of 14 and then, oh gosh, I can't even remember. Maybe I took off. I don't think I was working as a teacher, but I was, a, I was a teacher. I decided to stay home and work at the farm, knowing that I would like bring Rhett with me to work and stuff or our baby had a miscarriage. So then when we got pregnant again, I put so much pressure on myself to like be the perfect wife slash farm wife slash farm mom. So what that meant at that time for me was I needed to be able to take care of the house. I needed to be able to cook hot meals because Rhett was due in August. He was born uh, due August 31st or something, born mid-August. If you are a farmer, you know that farming for us in our area starts up in September. Like we start harvest. It is almost always a six to 10 week event every night, late, long, lonely, horrible (laughs) Horrible. <laughs> I love harvest when you can go like go and do, but with a newborn, I didn't know how to do that successfully. Right. Like I was by myself a lot. So I put all this pressure on myself. Then I needed to make sure that Jordan had lunches and that when he came home, he could sleep because my gosh, I'm staying at home with an infant. Like I should be able to handle the tiredness and all of that stuff. You're and putting so- a really unrealistic standard on yourself. Oh. oh my gosh. So then the guilt was overwhelming, right? Like I could not, I couldn't eat even I couldn't think of anything in a positive light. So to kind of piggyback off of like making a decision, we absolutely understand that it's not always as easy as saying, I'm going to be happy today. No, no, but it's great. there's things in our life. There's things in our life that we can be happy about to help us then tackle those things that are unrealistic. Right. And sometimes that's as simple as giving yourself some grace for the day. Yeah. Like the fear. I think fear is such a big thing right now. Like scared of whatever the unknown, frankly, like I am such a planner. I do not like not knowing. <laughs> I don't like right. not knowing what happens. And like and so- you, you just putting that unrealistic standard on yourself. I'm going to blame some of that partially on social media, probably because you saw like moms for breastfeeding their babies and they were just having the most success and you know, things like that. And yeah. And a part of that is 
us realizing that the seasons we're in it, the seasons change and that our roles are so different than other women. We can't, we can't put that standard on ourselves that we have to be this or try to be what she's well, doing. Yeah. And I have had people like in the last two weeks, we have three kids, whatever, like it's been super busy. And I've had people when I wear makeup and like have my hair fixed, I, I, it does not matter. One person will be like, how do you do it all? And I don't know if it's because I look put together, <laughs> even though it's generally not. And so I always message him back and I say like, you see me this one day, but I said the next three days to follow, I don't shower. I don't, but I also sing, that was I don't a, have, right. That was a choice you made that morning. I know you, I know you, that you feel better when you are done. Like when you're yeah, like when I have makeup on and I put deodorant on, <laughs> yeah, you chose to put yourself first one morning when you could, when you had the time, when I felt like it. Right. And so I try to make that like it, what you see, what you see is not always what is reality and sure. Yeah. Like I feel like I do do a lot. And so do you. And, and there's a lot of days where I sit down and say like, wow, that was a day. Like, and then, and then how did women, I get through it? I know. And then as women, I'll do this. I'll have a really busy day. I'll like kill it, do so much kill my to-do list. And then the next day I'm like, I got everything done. And I sit down to watch TV and I'm like, Whitney, really? You're just going to sit here and watch TV. And that's so silly that like, I put that standard on myself that I can't have the time to myself to sit down. Right. Right. It's like the choice that you're making, then you're making yourself feel guilty about the choice that you're like, Oh, you know, I'm comfortable with where I'm at right now. Right. Oh, but I could be doing this, 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 or this. Absolutely. It's so silly. So it I is silly. We're so, we, we hold ourselves to such unrealistic expectations. We do. And, and we do it to ourselves. I had so, this last week, you're talking about unrealistic expectations. So I started like 21 day fix. I'm going to kill it. You go girl. <clears throat> I also forget that like we have school routine, whatever I have things to do. So one day I'm like, I really, I'm so sore. I don't feel like lifting. And so I rode my bike for 30 minutes and then I had guilt that I didn't lift. It's like, what is happening inside of my right. head that is making me think this way? I don't know. Don't I don't do know it. where that, and, and maybe it's been like that forever. I don't feel like we're like uncovering stones that, that every generation of moms and women have had to go through. Um, I just feel like everything is so more aware and apparent because we have social media because you get on and you're like, Oh, well, Kylie worked out today. This total example, because your girl hasn't worked out for three weeks. <laughs> um, but you, you see that and you're like, Oh, well, well, she did that in, in reality, that should be encouraging to you to, to work out, not make yourself feel bad about the fact that you didn't. Right. And it's a very much, it can very much so be a form of motivation or like mood killer. And right. I, and that's, that's how you, you choose to, to see it. I think that's where you have to remember that your mindset needs to be in the right area that we are not all alike and you choose that no. as motivation, not as you're a loser. Cause you didn't work out. That's just not well. Real. And we're all different too. We're all different because for me working out, it is way more than vanity, right? It's way more than that for me. Like I don't work out because I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I want to be so skinny. Sure. I do. I want to be in shape, right? Like that's, that's, that's one of my motivators, but I also want to eat. I want to exercise my heart. I want to be healthy. It's a de-stressor. Like when I feel very accomplished, when I work out, I have a better day than when I don't, it just, it's, that's how my mind works. I agree. Um, and so for me, when I work out and share it, it's very hard for me the last three weeks. Like I want to work out. I just had open 
uterus surgery. Right. <laughs> so they say you can't for a while. So I'm hanging out here just like, what do I do with myself? Even when I'm tired, like I still want to put in 20 minutes. I know. Um, it's hard for me. It's really hard for me. So I'm, I'm navigating that, but, but know that like that workout motivation, things like that for me, it's, I'm sure I'm sharing it because I want to maybe say, Hey, this is what works for me. Maybe it'll work for you if you just get up and do it. But if you can't, or you don't want to, it's not meant to make you feel bad. No, absolutely not. I would never put anything on social media to be like, Hey, all you not doing what I'm doing. Never. I would never do that. No, no. And I don't think that's what we use our platforms for. And no, there's stuff I don't put on social media because I'm afraid that it will be taken the wrong way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like we're going down a rabbit hole. That's okay. This is what we do. <laughs> if you don't know this the is us. <laughs> yeah. We started at choices and now we're talking about <laughs> working on. <laughs> okay. But I have this quote. I'm not saying we have to end it, but I just feel like it's really good. No, you're fine. Now. It says choice is the most powerful tool we have. Everything boils down to choice. We exist in a field of infinite possibilities. Every choice we make shuts an infinite number of doors and opens an infinite number of doors as well. At any point, we can change the direction of our lives by a simple choice. It is all in our hands, our hearts, and our minds. Oh, I really like that. I don't know where you found that at. Pinterest.com. Pinterest. <laughs> it's the best. But I'm I like, it like- is it, a choice is more than just your mind. It is the things you do, which would be your hands, like what you set your intention to do. Yeah. Like where you spend your time and in your heart, how you feel about things. Right. Cause you can do things, you can make choices and do, you can do your workout, but if you're mentally not in it, is it really doing you any good? No, because you're just second guessing it the whole time or not putting hundred percent effort in it. Right. Yeah. Pinterest is the best. Yeah, it is. I find all kinds of quotes on there for like social media, just things for myself. I agree. So I think that what we want to end this with is that to make those choices that are yours every day in your life or every week, you should set intentions and whether that be a to-do list, um, I don't even know what else to suggest. Like start small, right? Like it doesn't, just a goal. Like it, maybe it's like read your devotional every day for five minutes, like take your vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. And, and right now is the best time to start stuff like that because there's so much out there to help you. Like Kaya, she was a guest on the podcast, Kaya Tresselman. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. She's got a like motivator. Our friend Addie, who's been on the podcast has a like to do checklist. There's all kinds of like really amazing free stuff out on the web right now. People are trying to start your new year off, right? go find something like that, or frankly, get your, uh, pad better, veterinarian free pad of paper out. <laughs> and I make also a list. I think that like every week, my new thing I'm going to try to do is every Monday or Sunday, if I have time, I just want to make a whole list of like what I would like to accomplish every week. And I'm yeah. not going to feel defeated if I don't get all of those things done in one day, because it's a lot. Like I expect myself to finish that within seven days. Mm -hmm. And even then, if you don't get that done, you can always move it to the next, you can always move it to the next week. Like it's not, it's not. Yeah. I'm a list person when I get up in the morning or the night before and make a list for the next day, even if I don't get it all done, I'm more motivated to do more of it because it's written down and I love checking stuff off and you better bet that if I do something extra, I put it at the bottom of the list and check that crap off right away. Like wrote it. Yeah. It. <laughs> wrote it. Done. Did I did four loads of laundry instead of three check. Me too. So as we yeah. end this, 
in the cultivating courage, I think that you should have the courage to make choices and feel confident in them and know that if yours is different than somebody else's, that's perfectly a okay. Right. And, and choosing and choosing the bad side of choosing that negativity. It's okay to do that too on occasion, but you have to really uh, mentally bring yourself back to where do you want to be? Because the choice is always ours. It's always in our mind. It's always in our bodies and our time. And, and it's no one else can make decisions for you. Right. And even I mean, our kids do have, every day. Right. <laughs> and if you do have a bad day, don't let it bleed into tomorrow. Like understand that you can leave that where it belongs and don't unpack and let it have control over you. That's all we got. I mean, we may have a bad day tomorrow, but at least after this conversation, I can pretty confidently say that I'm going to have a good day today. Yep. And even if you don't, you're going to push through it. There's tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks for listening guys. Thank you. Have a super day. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Oh, if you want to find us on social media, which again, it's all in the bios, uh, Kylie can be found at, at the grateful farm wife and Whitney can be found at farm wife guru. And that's where we will positivity your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> pants off, dance off. See ya. Bye. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the Grateful Farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends. <laughs>